listening to the Game Nards Podcast. We're recording on August 15th, 2019. I am your host, John, along with the other host, Kyle. What's up, Kyle? How's it going, John? I'm doing all right. How about you, buddy? It's another day. Another it is. Another day in the neighborhood. So, uh, for anybody that's been following us, uh, you, you guys obviously know it's it's been a little bit since we've uh, we've done a podcast, so... We thought it was time, well past time, to do another one. It's it's been a, it's been more than a few moons. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, God, we've been talking about it. Like I, we we get into that where we're like, we really need to do another episode. We need to get this done, and then the excitement kind of passes, and then we kind of just move on to different things. Yeah, and then just this time. We've been planning this one, like this wave of excitement. We've been riding this for about what, two, weeks. two weeks, three weeks. And yeah. we've literally gone from, yeah, we're going to do it this day to, oh, we're going to do it this day. Oh, we got headaches. We're going to do it this day. Yeah. There's always been something in the way. And today, I guess, was just the golden day. It was. We said no more excuses. Headaches, no headaches. Nuke falls on us. Get over it. We're doing it. It's yeah. happening. I, I what what was it I said yesterday or the day before? It doesn't matter if we're even melting. Yeah, like which we very well have been. I mean, we're in Oklahoma. Yeah, we're we're melting. But very 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 melted here. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I don't I don't even know how to how to start this. Really, it's it's been it's been an interesting. There's been interesting stuff going on in gaming news, in uh, just general news, but then it seems like we've come into this time where there's not really anything big outside of two weeks almost. Yeah. So some of the stuff that we've been seeing a lot of is the the biggest news would be a lot of the streaming stuff. Right. We've been seeing a lot of, a lot of things happening in the streaming world with Twitch, with Mixer and a lot of it has kind of surprised us and in some cases alarms us with with how with how they've dealt with some of this stuff. Right. Uh one one of the big things was uh Ninja moving to Mixer, you know. Oh. That was huge. That was one of those things nobody's seen it coming. They really didn't. And with him doing that, it has spotlighted Mixer like big time. I know Mixer was just kind of always on the sideline for me. Yeah. I've I've always been very attracted to Twitch. As with I think I think the the percentage was 70% is on Twitch if yeah. they're looking at a streaming platform. So 70% of people right now still prefer that Twitch over Mixer. Yeah. Uh but like this this has been a big deal. It's been a big acquisition for Mixer. And I know even earlier this year, uh, going to PAX, we, I don't know about you, but I was like, where's the Twitch, the, where's the, the, the Twitch panels, the Twitch panels. Yes. Yeah. And it was Mixer. It was all Mixer. It was like Mixer was sponsoring it almost. They even had their, they had a big booth. 
Yeah. And I was like, well, Mixer to me doesn't seem that big, but I mean, it's Microsoft. Right. That's very true. I, I had kind of the same feeling, you know, I, I know of Mixer at the time, you know, I knew of them, knew what Mixer was, but again, I mean, Twitch is the, it's the golden name in, in, in streaming. You know, if you want to see streaming, if you want to see gaming, you want to see anything dealing, you know, with live video footage. Mm-hmm. Twitch is the golden boy for it, you know? And so to see just Mixer have their panel and Twitch not even show up to the game, I, I was kind of surprised by it myself. Right. I, I think I mentioned it in one of the two other episodes we've done that it, I found it funny that they were doing a Mixer panel and then in the background they had a Twitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. over, like you, you see whenever whenever stars go to their premiere and in the background it's got the logo for their movie or whatever that's how this was here yeah they had twitch in the background but it was all these these streamers that were on the mixer platform yeah so i found that kind of funny but at the time i wasn't really attracted to mixer uh i was still very much in love with twitch but now you know i mean we're we're not on good terms and you know i've found uh, I I started noticing Mixer a little more. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's not to say that you are done with a hundred percent or don't stream on Twitch anymore, but your new home has pretty much become Mixer at the moment. Right. So that's that's been a, a an interesting little transition for you, I'm sure. You know. Yeah. Moving everything that you were doing from one platform to another. So uh, I myself have have stayed on on Twitch at least for the moment. For that affiliate. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of it's been for to keep the affiliate status that I, I have obtained. Uh, and that's that's one of my biggest reasons I haven't moved to Mixer is just because they don't have uh, a rewarding program for that in-between area between your partners and your, your non-partners yet. You know? Right. But they're they're working on that. Yeah. And and this honestly, this this stems to before Ninja. Uh, I I personally, as I'm pretty sure with the conversations you and I have had, are not a fan of Ninja. Yeah, I mean, personally, got nothing against him. I'm just not a fan of his content. I just, I don't, I don't see what all the hype's about. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot of the stuff that he does good. uh, Charities, I've seen him, you know, try to tell kids, hey, stay in school. The the normal kind of gauntlet of, hey, I'm in the viewer's eyes like i'm always there i'm i'm my <laughs> my uh, viewer base is young teenagers maybe yeah. even earlier than that so i've got to be impressionable but then you got him screaming at at uh quote unquote stream snipers yeah and saying he's just gonna get them banned from Fortnite forever and and kind of getting a little childish yeah. but i've never been a big fan uh I didn't get to see him early on in Twitch or anything. I, for the longest time, I didn't even know he was a Halo competitive player. Yeah, that's that's so. the only reason I knew of him before he actually become you know what he is today. Is I, I followed the Halo line of of competitive play, you know, way back in the day. So I knew of him, but still, even back then, didn't really follow him. Right. So it was just kind of like, a, oh, that dude's on Twitch now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And- but. You know, so your your move to Mixer, you you could say you you are the one that maybe swayed Ninja to come and follow you. You moved over <laughs> before Ninja actually I did. made the move. I did. <clears throat> now the 
the move was was not because of you know just wanting to get away no there there was very very specific purpose behind it and and that's one of our topics for i think this podcast so yeah ninja followed me and i i appreciate it ninja uh that was cool yeah <laughs> i i think the first stream i did on there i've had an account since 2017 with mixer but and that was to to just kind of i was curious about mixer right. So I went and looked at it and <clears throat> kind of saw what their their sparks were and, and all that. And I thought, well, there's other platforms. I need to look at them. But I never really did. Twitch was my main focus. I wanted to stick to it. I had reached affiliate. And like you, I felt rewarded. I wanted to keep going with it and never look back. Well, the thing is, is we already kind of knew that Twitch had a reputation. So... It kind of swayed me. Uh, it was actually three days before Ninja started streaming on Mixer that I made my first stream. And uh, just on at lunch one day there at work, I'm looking through Twitter, and all of a sudden it my wall is just filled up with, hey, Ninja, Ninja, Ninja. Two minutes into that, that news drop, and I'm looking at it going, what the hell? So, But it wasn't that. It was... It was it, just it's been a long stemming uh, issue, you know, of of Twitch kind of turning a blind years. eye. Yeah. A couple of years. You know, this has not just been just one event that you've that you took and said, you know, this is why I'm going to move to Mixer or, or whatever. Twitch, we, we've we've been with Twitch for for quite a while. We've seen some of the stuff dealing with their their terms of service. Right. And how they. uh deal with their terms of service and it's shit yeah we've not been impressed with it <laughs> it's just absolute shit and there's so many people that's been calling it out uh, they're calling twitch sexist uh, because they seem to cater more towards the female persuasion while us male streamers we we do anything remotely wrong and it may not be wrong Twitch is going to be there to ban you. We've seen that recently with with a streamer back in March or April, TF Blade. He has an accent and he said said the word idiot and it was mistook for an N bomb. He was instantly banned for 30 days from Twitch after the clip was reviewed and people started screaming that he didn't say what he did. They went and looked at it, and instead of saying, oh, we were wrong, we were wrong, just, you know, remove the ban, they gave him a seven-day ban instead of a 30-day ban. Right. And because they didn't want to, they were trying to save face at that point. They yeah. didn't want to straight admit that they were wrong. Right. I, I think that, I think it, there in that it lies a problem, you know. I get there needs to be a, a gray area to an extent for some things. Oh. But I mean, for the most part, just about anything that you can put in the, the terms of service needs to be cut and dry. Yeah, this needs to be black and white. Yeah, and so we've 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 been following a lot of different media, a lot of different uh, people uh, over different subjects on this, and we we keep seeing more and more unfair choices 
that they're making instead of oh, going continues. by the the law, you know, the law that they created. Yeah. And so so they create these terms of service, which, uh, what was it, earlier this year they had changed it. I can't remember what, what the change was, but it was beneficial for <laughs> for like female streamers. Uh, but here's here's the deal. Like we've got people like TF Blade that's not doing anything wrong at all. You can go back and clearly hear him say idiot. You hear him say the word idiot. It doesn't matter how many times you play it. No matter how many times you think, okay, I'm going to hear this word this time. You don't. And then we get, it, it just gets worse. It's been getting worse. We've got female streamers. We've got the boob streamers that they, they I can't really say they're they're dumb or idiots. They're probably very smart, even though they put on a, a different persona on the camera. They, you know, ditzy blondish. I'm a nerd girl. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing what everybody else is doing. Just they're doing it their way. They're working the market. I mean, just plain and simple. That's what they're doing. Yep. I've, I've said it before. It's, it's a matter. It's face value. You know, would you, oh, I see this person's playing Fortnite. It's just some scroungy looking dude with a neck beard. But on this next one over, I've got this chick pleasing to the eye. Her, her boobs are halfway out of her top. Which one am I, which one's going to be clicked? I mean, that's, that's. Sex sells. And, and that's, sex sells. that's, that's plain right. and simple. And, and. In, in an instance where you're allowed to choose your content in any way, shape, and form to almost no extent, and you put those two people side by side and don't require them to have any kind of uh, content basis, they can play the same game the same way. And like you said, the person that's aesthetically pleasing is yeah. going to beat out yeah. every time. They don't even have to say anything. Yeah. They they really don't. And I've seen plenty of times where where a member of the opposite sex will say, "No, it's it's just as hard for for me to get viewers, to get followers, to get subscribers. Just as hard as as any guy." But I mean, let's be real. You you put the goods out there, right? Your your instant stalker bait. <laughs> so uh, but it gets even worse than that because we've we've seen and I'm just bringing it up straight up alinity. Right. Alinity's uh, been all over everywhere. the place. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere. And what happens? She tosses her cat just up over her head just because the cat's in the way. She's she's not even she's not even in any hairy situation in the game she's playing. She's just like she grabs a cat, tosses him over the right over herself, and goes about her business. Continues play. People people caught it, clipped it, uh, it went viral, and to this day, there's been no ban at all, and people are in an uproar. I know I'm in an uproar. Yeah, I mean it's it's disconcerting to see that that kind of action happening, and you can clearly pull up again in the Twitch terms of service. Their guidelines, mm -hmm. and it fits it to a T, you know. And they look at it and go, "No, we ain't gonna do nothing about it." 
Yeah. Now, why is this? Is it because she's a female streamer? Is it because she's a big streamer? Is it because she's both? Well, you know, what I would love to hear a response from Twitch to to say, you know, what their reasoning and logistics were behind allowing her to throw this cat and just yeet the hell out of it. Yeah. And the the disturbing thing is is and I know they normally don't do it to begin with, but the disturbing thing is is they haven't said word one at all uh, all i've seen from them i i've seen what was it one of the the head guys one of the higher up guys dj wheat i think it was he straight up said i don't have control over moderation for for twitch but i would like to see and he went on to say 30 day ban um he would like to see a stream on on animal cruelty uh, I think that's what it was. Don't quote me on that. It was something along those lines. And then a couple other things, but Twitch outside of that has only been happy to tweet new new features that yeah. you can use to create clips with. It's it's like they're, they're, they they know that they're under the gun. They know everybody's got their sights set on them. So what do they do? They reach into their pocket and they pull out their new shiny. They, they wave the coin around. Ooh, look at the shiny. And they yep. toss it and see how many people just go, oh, <laughs> Alina D. Who? And, and people's not doing that. Yeah. Like if you've, if you've seen any of those posts that Twitch has made, it is straight up ban Alinity. Uh, gifs of clowns calling Alinity clowns, calling Twitch out. Yeah, and there, there's been that, and then she, she was caught possibly saying the N word. This, this happened what like a week ago. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say she did because it doesn't sound like she did. But here's the deal: going back to TF Blade. He it did not sound like it at all. Yet hers kind of did. Right. She stumbled over some words, and people called her out. But there's been no ban. There's been no move from Twitch. Uh, even man, even Keemstar on YouTube, he he called her out. It was like, I've got dirt. Then there was no dirt. Right. It, so I mean, we we've taken a lot away from this. Just you know, as, as individuals, you know, like I said, this is one of the, one of the things that's influenced your move to, to mixer. I mean, they're, they're, they're a little more stringent. I mean, again, they're black and white, you know, cut dry and simple on what their rules are, you know, and they, they, they lay them out and they hold true to them. I mean, and and women have taken offense to their terms of service. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, it's it's a rule set. It's just like any business that you would go to in any any place. They set your dress code. They set everything you can cannot do as long as you're working for them. And effectively, when you're working as a streamer, a content creator, you're working under these brands' names. I mean, so who are we to to cry about what they're yeah. dictating that we should wear? Or? It's it's all in the fine print. It's it's all there. You need to respect our rules. If you don't like them, don't stream here. Yeah, that's that's it. That's plain and simple. And that's that's one thing that has really helped my move because for one, I'm I'm not a big streamer at all. I mean, I'm I'm lucky to get one viewer. Okay, so. 
going and changing my mind and going to Mixer hasn't been a hard decision. Of uh, The affiliate program on Twitch, to me, was not enough to keep me there. Like like you said, right. you you have. Uh it's just not. It it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like you have to do anything to become an affiliate. I had to learn that after a little bit. Like I was in one of my down times, one of my down low feeling moments and I was like affiliates just a dangle of the carrot. Yeah. I mean everybody is effectively able to obtain the affiliate status, you know. Right. With with bare minimum you know, trying. Follow for follow gets you one right. overnight. And it's it's frustrating when when you know that people are doing that, you know, because people that do do it legitimately and that are trying, you know, they work for that and then you got other people that's just like, "Eh, follow for follow, just just boost yeah. me up there. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get everybody there." Yeah, it's just straight support everybody. It's 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 no problem. But the thing is is that follow for follow stuff, you don't get any support yeah, there's no real support no so it wasn't a hard decision to go to mixer and a matter of fact personally speaking mixer's kind of nice it's a little bit more simplistic but it's not i've gotten into some of the the uh behind the scenes on how to how to create some buttons on your channel and some of the things they can do with sparks and i i scratch my head like it's it's deep. It, you can make it as deep as you want. And it, it's, it's sitting there showing, going, okay, if you know C++, you can use that here. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I need to spend a little bit of time looking with that. Yeah. But I've been working on getting my channel set up, and I, I kind of like the, the community. I've been watching a lot on Twitter, and a lot of people have been making the jump over to Mixer and yeah, I mean, I know I've seen a lot of people, and that's that's been again one of the big questions since Ninja made the move. Is well, should we or should we not move? Should we jump ship? You know, and it's honestly it's it's a toss up. It's really been a fifty fifty. There's a lot of people that are just dedicated to and or like Twitch's platform better, but then there's others that are just like, hey, I want to branch out and try something different. Right, you know. And and this doesn't prevent me from ever going to Twitch and watching my friends or or watching people I truly do like on Twitch. I'll still go over and I'll watch Doctor Disrespect. Yeah. Still, I'll still go and watch any anybody I know streaming on there. I'll still watch the the damn kittens that they have <laughs> on there. So yeah, yeah, I still watch a lot of Twitch, and it's convenient because there's times I'm on my PS4. I, PS4 does not have a mixer app. It's Microsoft. Right. It's Xbox. And that that's kinda that kind of sucks. I mean Yeah. Again, we, we, we know we know the cross cross platform thing is getting better, but it is. Everybody's still not hundred percent playing nice with one another. So you y- you do lose out a little bit on that. I mean Yeah. But it, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll get there. It's it it'll happen. But Mixer's not bad. Uh I've I've just seen a whole lot of pettiness from Twitch as well regarding Ninja leaving. Everybody by now has seen the news that Twitch is using Ninja's channel as a way to promote other streamers playing Fortnite. There was uh, cases of hardcore porn being shown 
as the number one on there. Yeah. So that's defacing his brand name. Right, and that that right there alone, that's just crap. That's that's lawsuit right there. Huh. I I I stand behind Ninja on on that. I think he should be. He should seeking be, legal action. Yeah, I mean, he should be pissed. He should be doing something about this. And honestly, I hope he does. I mean, there needs to be re- repercussions for stuff like that because the, I don't care how many people may disagree with this, but there's no way that it's, it's a coincidence that Ninja's going to leave Twitch, go to Mixer, and all of a sudden his name is going to be drugged through the mud all over Twitch Within days, within days yeah, of his leaving. it's It hasn't even been like two weeks yet. Yeah. We're, we're still pretty fresh into this news. And it's been, it has brought streaming to the just limelight. Yeah. Like it's everywhere now. We've been part of the communities for, for a couple years now. I know I've been doing the streaming stuff since like 2015. But you, you could kind of sift through news and catch a Twitch story here or Twitch story there talking about uh, just uh, charities and, and little things like that. Now it's like you can't go through any gaming site, any Twitter, anything without seeing something regarding Twitch, Mixer, what have you, and this whole war between the two. It's right. the Nintendo, Sega console war all over again yeah and honestly i'm i'm glad for it you know i I'm, I'm glad you know like i said mixer was up and coming as it was but now like i said it's it's becoming even more of a threat so to speak to to right. twitch and i think that's great they need that competition they need somebody to come up from out of nowhere is like mixer kick them in the ass and have them get their stuff straight you know yeah and uh, i mean Mixer's still got a lot of growing before they can really bring it home against Twitch. Because right now, I think I think YouTube, I, I'd mentioned that Twitch still has 70% of the viewership. Yeah, YouTube has like 20% of that. So you've got, it, it's competing right now with the Facebook gaming. And then you've got other smaller platforms like DLive yeah. that it's still... It's still down there, but I think we're we're only two weeks in. I don't think Ninja's gonna be the reason the the see all end all no. that's gonna bring Mixer up right up to the level of Twitch. I think that's a, a bit of an overhype, yeah. If you will, he doesn't have the power to do that. He's no. lost like thirty percent of his his viewership. Right. Yeah. I I I agree. He he's not gonna be the be all end all by any means, but he. He's a cornerstone, you know. So he's going to be one of those that's he's setting it up and he's kickstarting the movement. Right. Oh, yeah. It's We'll see how it goes. I I know I keep trying to get you to come to Mixer. But if 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 all goes a certain way, you never know. Yeah. Honestly, like I said, if they provide something substantial over on mixer that is equivalent to say the uh the twitch affiliate program i would be all for it 
Because, right. again, I, that's been my mainstay stand for the reason why I have not tried Mixer. And here lately, I know that they've demonetized the Sparks that you get. And for anybody that doesn't know what Sparks is, it's a currency that you gain while you're you're typing in somebody's chat, while you're even watching them. Yeah. It, well, no, no, no. It's just while you're watching yeah, them. Every while- minute you get, I think it's 50 Sparks. And then if you're in the uh, Channel 1, which is Mixer's own kind of uh, hype channel for other streamers, you get like 70. Yeah. So. And I, I think personally that the the Sparks and the way that that's done is genius. I love the idea of it. It, it gives. It's a motivator. Yeah, it's an incentive. It's an incentive to not only watch somebody but to to interact with them you can it makes a difference to it people it does it does you know even even though they are not monetized anymore and and when i say monetized it was basically for partnered mix mixer streamers they were given the opportunity to make cold hard cash if they got so many sparks spark donations that has actually gone away over the course of the past couple of weeks, but sparks are still there. Sparks give you the chance to help somebody hype their channel. Uh, you you can do. I mean, there's like gifs you can put on there. There's stickers you can do, and it. I I love that interaction in the chat more than I like the emojis on Twitch. Yeah. It, it it feels so stale on Twitch, whereas on Mixer. You can get these animated, you know, care packages that are right. dropping through the chat, and you know, you got these beach balls all around the the person's stream, and yeah. it's just there's a fun sense to it all that I really enjoy, and you don't need to pay a dime. The the images that they allow you to make too, so their their version of emotes, they're much bigger as well. Clearer. So I yeah. mean, you can put a lot more detail into something than you can with, say, the emotes that you do for Twitch. Yep. Uh, I, I honestly, I think that's really cool, you know. it's And that, that's been one constraint that I didn't like about Twitch was the emojis. You have to shrink them down so much. Sometimes your work of art becomes this squished mishmash of colors. Yeah. And then you're just like, you, you spent two hours on this, and you look at it, and you yeah. go, Oh yeah, mine. Case in point, you know, I redid one of my emotes here uh, a few months back, and I put a lot of time, a lot of uh, dedication into it. You know, made it. It looked fantastic as a large image, but once it reduced down, the the definition of everything in it was lost, and yeah. it really does not do it justice. So I, I would love to see, you know, Twitch step their game up on that. I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't. I, I I think they will. Uh, if if you recall at the panel for Mixer, one of the panels, somebody was asking them about an affiliate program, and their response was like, "We don't want to follow what everybody else is doing. We've got stuff in the works." And that's whenever they were just introducing what's called embers, and that was literal paid currency that you could show hype and love to a mixer partner yeah it's, it's direct monetization that goes that you pay for just like a bit on twitch yep you you buy it and then one bit or one ember 
to a partnered uh, streamer is one cent. Yep. So you can directly donate to them that way. Yep. And that, I mean, that that's fine. Twitch is probably doing the same thing. Hey, we don't want to follow what Mixer's doing. We want to do our own thing. So, I I think they'll I think they'll change their emoji up. They'll change their emoji game up a little bit. So I'd like to see that. We'll see. And what they need to focus on right now is their terms of service. TOS. They need, they need to say here are clear cut rules that we're going to make everybody abide by because back in february i believe it was they made a tweet that said hold us accountable i was just getting ready to bring it up (laughs) hold us accountable these were the first words in this tweet and everybody has been taking a screenshot of this been posting it at twitter or at twitch and just silence from them it's it's like they they really thought that the internet would forget that they made this post. And absolutely not. They they they're never going to forget that. You you come out and you tell somebody, you know, hold me accountable for what what I'm doing, for what we say we'll do. And then when the mass media says, "Hey, you screwed up. Do what's right here." And then you're you're cricket silent. <laughs> come on, guys. That's that's not the way to do stuff. Don't ever say something like that online and expect everybody to forget about it. It's I didn't know anything about it until the Lenity thing and everybody was like hold us accountable. Hold us accountable. What what is this garbage that you posted? Cuz you guys are are accountable and you're not paying attention. You guys are blind. <sighs> yeah, it's it's, it's infuriating. Yeah, it's disconcerting, it's, for sure. I'm getting pissed just thinking about it <laughs> right now, right here. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to shank a bitch. He's, he's ready to throw down. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, just just the streaming thing, it's it's become kind of a weird thing. And it's as much as I don't want to be part of all of the mess, I find myself reading every little thing I see about streamers and one one little piece that even uh, like some people do get away some with some some things and it isn't always female streamers that that this happens to so dr disrespect at e3 <laughs> it, it his his stream was freaking fantastic it's dr disrespect full character he's got a guy there dan the body who's his bodyguard it, it, and Dan the body's like freaking checking everybody. It was it was so funny. But the one thing, like I didn't watch all of it, but then I started hearing that Doctor Disrespect was not only banned from Twitch, but he was kicked out of E3. And this was all because his he had his cameraman come into the bathroom with him, where he he had as he said he had to go and make diarrhea. <laughs> they come walking into a bathroom several on several different occasions. Yeah, and full on people taking a piss, just kids in the background at a urinal. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Doctor Disrespect got a ban for two weeks. Yeah, I mean that's 
that's that's law i mean that's punishable by jail time i believe (laughs) i mean that's 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 a serious offense i can understand getting caught in caught up in the moment i i can understand that and i said i even called that early on i said he got caught up in his character he got caught up in in all of this but you still have to know you have to have that in the back of your head I'm still just Joe Schmo. I'm going to get in trouble if I go into a bathroom yeah. with a camera and and just live stream that. I mean, Twitch didn't care for that and E3 didn't care for that and that's why he was kicked out and he of course came came out a couple of years a couple of years. A couple of weeks later and was like, "Yeah, I got a 2-week ban. Uh what I did was wrong. I got caught up in the moment. I was being Dr. Disrespect." Yada yada yada. And then he came out of it better because he, in his time away, he updated some of his graphics and yeah. and and some of his little settings that he's got, his little locker room. And then he proceeded to make jokes about, yeah, don't don't film in this bathroom here. You're not allowed to <laughs> yeah. film in the bathroom. It, it was it was cheeky. It was funny, but at the same time, I was just like, really, dude. Yeah. Like I love you, disrespect. I really do. But come on, dude. Yeah, he's you know he's trying to lighten the. Lighten the situation. I mean, it's something that's going to be on everybody's mind for a while. You know, <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, you know, then who are you going to laugh at? What's that? We've already forgotten about it. Huh? What? Who? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, I've I think I've caught up enough on this streaming stuff. Yeah. We'll get you to go come over to Mixer. I guarantee it. You're already probably farming them sparks. Yeah, and- I've I've got the. Got the the spark farm going, <laughs> but uh, again, you know, just just like you, I'm you're on Mixer, I'm on Twitch. I'm still gonna support you, no matter what. Right. You know, I'm gonna support him. I'm probably gonna run into some other people there that I'm gonna enjoy, and I'm gonna support there's, them as well. There's some great people yeah. on there. I'm finding yeah. like already the community is a little different. It's it's weird, and that's because Mixer's not taking any shit from anybody. If right. there's a troll there and they get flagged. Mixer's looking at it and telling them, get lost. Yeah. That's clear-cut rules that they're abiding by. And you know what? They've got the money that they can do that with. It's freaking Microsoft. So the the uh, community's a little bit better, a little bit more positive. There's a lot of positive people on Twitch. And I, I think a lot of that stems from them also being a smaller community still yeah. altogether. You know, I think that, you know, they're all there for the same reason. You know, they're not... Not everybody's there trying to make a, you know, make it one-off great uh, yeah. content. You know, they're all right. there just doing what they love and enjoying it and sharing it with other people that enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how it needs to be. I've seen some really <laughs> weird streams, even like on Twitch, just, why am I watching this? Yeah. <clears throat> why are you, why are you posting this? So... All right, so let's get off that a little bit. We got two different ways we could take this. So we can talk about our little trip to Texas. That's true. We could save that for another episode, and then we could talk about games maybe we've played. I don't know which way we want to go with that. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards (laughs) probably probably the trip. The trip? I I think that'll be a good... A good one to go for, you know? And and guys, this is because I've been getting whined at, not here lately, but I've been getting whined at to continue 
my pursuit in beating Bloodstained. This is true. And that's that's going to still be a few days out before I can do that, but I've been playing Bloodstained and 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 it's actually Kyle's copy of Bloodstained. Yep, he uh he got that for me for my birthday. Yeah, I did. I did. Swell guy. You can't I, couldn't have asked for a better gift, honestly. He was it. Well, I think you were kind of like, oh, if he's going to get me a game, he's going to get me Devil May Cry Five. I did think that. <laughs> I, I honestly did. I, I was expecting Devil May Cry, but honestly, it was a fresh, you know, fresh breath of air. Yeah. Getting you know Bloodstained. I, I completely. I knew about it, but it had kind of you know, completely went in the back of my head, and I. It was off my radar. I know the good stuff. I know the and good stuff. Sure enough, <laughs> very good game. <laughs> he he streamed it for like a week and then had it all beat. I, you 100%ed the map, right? Yes. Okay. I'm working on doing that myself. I wanted to 100% everything else, but we can go to that. We can get into that in the next episode. Yeah. It'll give us something to talk about. Bloodstained, we're going to be talking about a lot of games like yeah, that. We've, and we've got a pretty good list of games we've I've, actually been oh playing. Oh my gosh. I've got, a, I've got a freaking fantastic list that... I literally wrote down today yeah. that I was just like, oh my God, I, I've played this. Oh, I'm, I'm going back and playing that again. Yeah. And so there's there's a few of them. So fine. No more about Bloodstain. Let's talk about free play in Denton, Texas. Uh, what'd you think? I loved it. Like, I thought it was great. It's It was a very fresh take on video games for me because, again, I grew up. He's a newbie. I am. I, I grew up with console. I did not get to play a lot of retro arcade games. Oh. We didn't have an arcade where I was from. The The town that I was from was too small, and my family, we didn't get to go, you know, do that kind of thing. So, going to this arcade, I mean, they had, what, 100-some? No. Eh, about 50. Hey, I believe they've got about four. I think it was 38. Yeah. I want to say, according to their website. Yeah, it was probably about 40 or 50. That's with probably the pinball machines included. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, I forgot about the pinballs. Yeah, they, and, you know, these are classic, iconic games, you know. And right. So, I just got to go hog wild in this place. It was it was, it was, was pretty fun. So, a quick little backstory. The reason we were out there, we're, we live in Oklahoma. We, we were taking this trip because... Our buddy, old pal, Tim, is getting married. He's getting uh, hitched. Next weekend. Yeah, yeah the next 24th. Next weekend, the 24th. So, congratulations. Yes. And and can't wait to... Oh, my God. We're going to melt. We are going <laughs> to melt. We are, we are both groomsmen at his wedding, and we're going to be outside in the Oklahoma 100-degree weather and heat. Yeah. So, so thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> his brother lives out down in Texas there and had told us about this arcade and said, Hey, let's make a, make a trip out of it. So he, he had like, what was it like two or three lined up? Yeah. There was two or three different ones he had uh, picked out. They're all relatively the same distance from one another, just out different directions. Uh, but, but ultimately he, he chose to take us to the one in Denton. It's one he'd been to a few times and he, yep. he enjoys it there. So he thought, you know, why not? Let's go out there. I mean, it's it's got its own bar. Yeah. I mean, so you can have drinks. Honestly, this looked like it was a bar at one point and then converted into like, hey, let's throw some arcades 
yeah. in here instead of having some tables or whatever. In <laughs> and then it turned into what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a pretty pretty beastly little place. I mean, for what it was. I mean, w- one of the things that surprised me, you know, we, we got in there and I, I know John here, he's huge fan loves donkey kong okay and he had read that they had one of these arcades there and as soon as he got in there first thing he wanted to do was find that he wanted to find that arcade you you cannot you cannot start your little arcade expedition by playing a candy cab with street fighter 2 on it you you cannot go to to tekken if if you find the game i mean originally Time Pilot. I was hoping they had a copy of Time Pilot there. I hope they. I was hoping they had that cabinet. They didn't. But uh, their website said they had Donkey Kong. They yeah. said they had Galaga. They said they had uh, Mario Brothers. Uh, Tron wasn't seeing them. He, yeah, his whole world practically crumbled when he got in there. He's looking around for these, and they're nowhere to be found. I he mean, couldn't find them anywhere. So. Yeah, and the the floor had great titles. I mean, they they had a. We'll get back to this one here in a little bit, but. Pac-Man Battle Royale. Like, that blew (laughs) my mind. I was like, how do you turn Pac-Man into a Battle Royale? Someone did it. And somebody did do it. And it's freaking marvelous, actually. We'll get back to that. So, don't get me wrong. They had some great titles. I mean, I was sitting there looking at, like, the Star Trek pinball machine. They had one for Aerosmith. I had never seen that before. Uh, What else? Uh, Classics, asteroids. They had, uh, oh, let's see. They had a big red for Neo Geo that had like Mister Do and and Metal Slug, but no yeah. Donkey Kong, no Donkey Kong, no Galaga. So first thing, first thing, he's like, hey, he goes over to Tim's brother Martin. Says Martin thought they had Donkey Kong here, and Martin yeah. goes. Oh, yeah, they do. It's in the back. It's in the back room. Wait a second. Back room. What are you talking? This place had a whole nother room. They did. Stashed in the back with more arcades and pinball machines that we didn't even know about. This was my favorite area in this whole place. I think this is where I spent most of my time. I I spent a a good chunk of time in that room as well. I mean, it was was a small room, but it had like the, the quintessential key arcades yeah so lined up and i literally have this on my twitter but i've got a picture it was the the big games donkey kong galaga mario brothers and then there was tron all together and then in neon up above it they had a neon sign that said heaven is a place on earth and like i took a picture of that and that that picture speaks so loud to me. I was like, this is my, my banner now on Twitter, and it will probably never come off there yeah. because I really, really like this picture. And it was. It was a really good picture. Like, I, I hadn't even really taken notice to it. Like, I, I went in the room, saw the games, and, you know, was like, hey, I'm going to play. But he'd come back a little a little later and, and said, you know, I took his picture and showed me this picture, and it looked just fantastic. I mean, it looked like it looked like you. Just plain and simple. I mean, that's that's the best way I can describe it. it. It was you. It was, oh, man. It was like they it, made it for you. <laughs> and it, it gives me the warm and fuzzies to even see this picture. Like, it, 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 I go by the name Classic Game Freak on anything I, I use. It, every, well, I won't say everything because Xbox and Just about everything. 
Streaming platform, sure. Classic Game Freak. There's a reason I went by Classic Game Freak. And this was a name I created back in 2010, 2011, starting out on YouTube, because I absolutely love the classics. And seeing all these games lined up and listening to them in their attract modes, and then take that picture, it it almost makes me weep. That's that's my childhood. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a sight to see. You know, like I said, I've never got to really experience anything like that. So it was it was a very exciting thing for me as well, you know. One of the first things I went straight for was the pinball machines. I've uh, yeah. I love pinball machines. There's just something about all the sounds that they make. It's yep. just they're oh the mechanical the mechanical sounds are just so good. There's there's something really satisfying about the clicks of the flippers and and the way the the sounds come from the pinball machines and i don't know there's you don't see them enough in in a lot of little mom and pop arcades that are up and running now a lot of them won't have pinball machines because they're so hard to maintain i mean you're rough on them doesn't matter if you're playing it normal whatever you're rough on them because there's so many moving parts so they can't afford to keep them up and running. Like, we've got a place in Arkansas, uh, Arcadia Retrocade, not a single pinball machine in sight. Uh, I think they've got a couple in their little party room, but out on the main floor, it, it's hard enough for them to keep up with the actual arcade cabinets that are out there on the floor. And that's unfortunate. Because, I mean, those things those things will break on you even when you're not playing them. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was one of the things that kind of impressed us the most about this place was how well maintained yep. their equipment was. Yeah. I mean, everything in there functioned everything. Yeah. I, I mean, there was what, maybe one or two that had, you know, like a sticky flipper on one of the pinball machines yep. that, what was it? Uh, that game, what was it? Tilted up or something. It was something like that. I, I know it was the, a newer yeah. pinball machine. I'd seen it in some videos before, but yeah, sticky flipper. So that was disappointing yeah. because I really wanted to play that one. I'd seen it. And was like, no way. You know, I, I just saw this on a video the other day. I'm I'm super stoked. Super massive screen on it and everything. Just looked really cool and didn't get to really play it because of that. But then like uh, the one the one pinball machine I absolutely wanted to play because once again, complete nostalgia was Adam's family. And that one was acting up like there was no ball and it kept kept clicking a bunch of times. And I was like, well, there there goes that. But right. somebody came in and fixed it. <laughs> they were it was good to go. Yeah, they were using it later that, that evening. I mean, like I said, I, I had seen uh, the, the Star Trek pinball machine. It had a sticky flipper on it and I, I played it, you know, a little bit. And it, it, it was stuck, but it, I mean, it come undone and. No yeah. more problems. Everybody was still using it. So. Yeah. Beyond that, I think the only thing I saw was just um, a little bit of a, a screen issue on the Tapper game. And, I mean, we're talking maybe half of an inch of the top of the screen. You couldn't see it. it was kind of folded in a little bit. So the tracking on the screen was a little off. Yeah. That was it. Everything else ran really great. The cabinets were in really good shape yes they were and i mean i think that's because it's not really it's a family friendly place but i don't think they're going to tolerate kids coming in and just beating the shit out of out of their machines so they can maintain 30 something cabinets yeah and you know they they don't make much of their money off of the games no in in my opinion i mean the price point to get into this place was really good i mean it was six bucks all day long 
six dollars everything's on free play yeah every single thing any, anything in there you want to play you can play it you could leave and come back if you wanted which we did we, we did, did do and then after a certain hour they kick all the kids out so it's adults only what was that like nine o'clock at yeah. night i think it was so after i think it's from nine to eleven or something like that nine to twelve it's 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 adults only that. so you don't you don't have to worry about having all the screaming kids around or anything like that, you know, because yep. I know we got there right out the gate. We got there as soon as they opened at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And there was us four and what? There was like one other guy yeah, that came in. One one or two other people. And so we, we had our free range choice of playing anything and everything most of the time we were there. But I'll tell you what, after a couple hours in there, it was around two o'clock. It started to fill up a little bit. <laughs> Then when we, we went to eat and come back, it was packed. It was it was actually kind of hard to get on any given machine. Yeah. And, I mean, that's whenever you kind of get to explore some of the other titles. Just kind of their... I'm not going to say bad games, but I, I, for nostalgia, I played through the entirety of Revolution X. My, my nostalgia that I played through was House of the Dead 2. Right. Uh yeah, you and Tim went nuts on stupid, that. Stupid hard freaking game to play uh on the on the Dreamcast. And you get yeah. un, you get unlimited lives on this thing. I mean, you just keep going at it. It was still freaking hard. And no <laughs> matter how you slice it, you're getting carpal tunnel. Oh yeah. From that. I I actually was hurting. My hands were actually hurting after so long playing that, but I was like I was determined I wanted to I wanted to see this game through, you know. If none of the others I got to do that, I wanted to see this game through to yep. the end. And I did. But I, there were several times where I had to switch hands to hold the gun because I was like, I can't I can't pull that trigger anymore. And yeah, it's it's a little bit longer than you than you remember it. That was me yes. with Revolution X as well. I was like, holy crap. This game really did not have a lot of content. Like it it just droned on pretty much. Yeah. So <laughs> But I was like, it's free play. I, I need to I need to do this. I know I think I kinda got inspiration from you and Tim playing uh House of the Dead a little bit. I was just like, Alright, let me let me play this one over here. I had you all a few times come around, what you playing? What, yeah. What's going on there? Oh yeah, okay, and then walk off. So <laughs> it, it, there was a lot of other great games there, like uh Asteroids. Like Yes. And one thing I was doing was I was working on putting high scores on some of these machines. That's what I was fixing to ask you, you know, high scores. We did high scores. Everybody was trying to get at least one high score. Yeah. Um, and did you get any? Was there any of them you was proud of? Are you kidding me? I, I'm not proud of it, but Donkey Kong, I managed to put the high score for the day on there. And by the time we left, it was still up there. I think it was, I think it was only like, what forty eight thousand? Was it forty? Yeah, it was like forty eight thousand, which is is not a lot. Uh, I think my best <laughs> it's, is it's, up to sixty seven. It's a it's a good chunk. I mean, I I spent a good chunk of my day after he had made his uh, first record on there, his first high score. I spent a good chunk of my day trying to to get up there with <laughs> I that. I knew you were trying to do that, and I I couldn't. I, I'll be honest. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a it's a rough game and. I think even just watching him play it a little bit, I learned a few things. Yeah, there's some tricks. That, yeah, you, you have to know those tricks in, in order to, to really be successful at, at, at moving on and getting that high score. Yep. So, I, I I grew as a person when 
playing this. You know, I learned some things, so I felt accomplished. And using that, I tried. I tried my damnedest. I did. I, I tried my damnedest to to come up to par with his score, but I just couldn't quite get there. No, uh, I had just about every other slot on there from second down until he come and beat his original first score. <laughs> but at that point, it was still everything below that was was me. I managed to put the high score on that and then Galaga as well, which I, I think it was like up to 132,000 on Galaga. And I watched with this one guy. He he started getting up there 80,000, 90,000. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to he's gonna top it. But he really started messing up. And I was like, nope, 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 I'm still there. So I was happy to have the the high scores on those two. Yeah. Uh, I, and then I, one high score I put on one of the machines there was actually Neo Mr. Do on the big red. I was really happy about that because there's something about Neo Mr. Do that I absolutely love. I don't, I don't know why it's, it's kind of creepy. The clown in that game is a little creepy to me, but yeah. So I, 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 happy. I high scored three games. <laughs> so the, the first one that I did high score on was, uh, the old school, Mario one. Um, yeah, I played that through the red tent. Yeah. I played that through for quite a while. I think I got like 60, 63,000 on world. I want to say it was like five, two was, <laughs> was the farthest I got on it, but no warps, I, no warps, but I did hold that record. And then I moved over, was playing a few other games. I tried, uh, Castlevania. Castlevania. And let me tell you, Castlevania on a, an arcade cab is atrocious. It, it is so difficult to get your movements was the way it, you want them. Was it your first time actually playing Castlevania? No, I've, pl- I've played Castlevania before and I've played games like Castlevania. But it was just weird, you know, to use like your special ability. You have to press up and your, uh, your whip. Yeah. You know, at the same time. And it just, it didn't feel right to me. That was, that's the same on the NES. Something about the controller, though, it just, you know, it's probably a little more responsive. That uh, more familiar with uh, Ninja Gaiden, it's it's still you had to push up and uh, attack to do your swag star. So I I did swag star. (laughs) So I did try that. I I played a a few few rounds of it. I enjoyed it. But uh, eventually I saw Tim's brother. He was playing Miss Pac-Man. And he was working it hard. He was trying to get high score on Miss Pac-Man. And it's a shame I didn't try to go and at least I, try to top that. I wanted to. I wanted to try it, but he was he was really he was on it. And so I was like, I'll let him have this one. So I, I started walking around and I, I come across another Pac-Man machine that I'd never seen before, never heard of it, called Super Pac-Man. Oh yeah. And it was different than I didn't play that one either. I, it was so different. So I was like, I wonder what this is. I haven't seen anybody play it since I'd been there. So I, I hopped on it and played it. And I mean there's no there's there's fruit everywhere. Instead of just dots. And yeah. you have keys all over the, the, the map that unlock passageways. So the passageways are actually blocked off. Yep. And so you have your normal dots that you eat that make your ghosts consumable. And then you have a bigger dot that makes Miss Pac-Man turn large. And <laughs> yeah. she can't eat the ghost, but she can tear through the blocked areas. So there was different strategies for getting around and doing stuff. So I played it you know, quite a bit trying to get a feel for it. And then I, I noticed what the high score was and I'd gotten pretty close to it. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to get this high score. So I tried it and tried it and tried it. And I finally busted that high score. So I was pretty proud of that one. It, it took a little bit of work on that one to get. See, I, I should have come, 
I should have noticed y'all playing these. I didn't realize you were trying for the high score on that one. I saw Martin on that Miss Pac-Man quite heavily, and I never went to the Miss Pac-Man. I never, never did anything with that. I, after I got the scores on Donkey Kong and Galaga, I shifted my attention. Eh, it was maybe thirty minutes to Asteroids. The the top score was like nine thousand, so I was like, okay, well, if I can just get past nine thousand, we'll call it good. If I can get my initials on there, great. I ended up getting like twenty five thousand. Yeah. It was either twenty five or thirty two. I, but. I got the top spot. After that, I was like, okay, I'm good. Yep. I'm good. I'm just <laughs> step on another game because there's still plenty to go. And yeah. we didn't end up staying the whole day. So No, we, we stayed a pretty good chunk of it. Uh, I know Tim, he, he had worked to get uh, a high score on the original Mario. Yeah. Mario you Brothers. Know, playing Mario Brothers, smacking the pow, kicking the turtles. Yeah. He, he had got that high score. And we had left... I think we had left, went and ate lunch. Come back. <clears throat> Somebody had beat his high score. And so I was determined that I was going to to redeem him by taking back the first place on getting that high score. So I spent probably a good hour you're, trying to get that. You're talking about redeeming him, though. Did you actually put his initials on there, or did you gloriously... Put I think your I think I put mine on there. Yeah, see, I, I, I you, can't remember. You did nothing. You were nothing but just an asshole. <laughs> At that <sighs> point, you were just an asshole. I, I have I the top spot now. I can't remember. I, I want to say that's what I did, but I can't remember. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I went over, and told him, I said, "Hey, I got, I got your high score back for you." So <laughs> we had the high score on that as well. I didn't know that's what what had transpired there. I didn't know that somebody actually got the high score. I thought you yeah. were just after I mean, they, Tim's high score. No, they literally inched him out. I'm talking a couple hundred points. Oh, douchebags. I was like, damn, I've got to I've got to get that back for us. If you're going to take a top score spot, you need to do it gloriously. Yeah. You 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 can't squeak by with 4 points. You got to you got to crush it. That's yeah. From going from 9,000 in asteroids to 25,000. That's crushing it. Yeah, and I think I think Tim got a high score. I don't remember what the name of the game was. Uh, passing beer down the tapper. Tapper. Yeah, I, I think he played that for quite a while, and I think he got high score on that. He, I, I remember him coming over and saying something about getting the high score in tapper, and there the competitive side of me was like, hey, okay, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is I don't know. I like Tapper. I like the way that cabinet looks. I like the the little Tapper uh, tabs and everything. Love that. But to me, the game it's got a great art style. It, it it's a great little idea, but it's never it's never hit home for me. Yeah. It's a game that I mean, it's cool, but yeah, just to me, it's not as fun as some of the others. So I mean, it was it was a really cool little experience to go and do. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, they had a lot of different stuff there. You could try sample the beer that they had. They had their yeah. their own taps, uh, their own brews, and they had a lot. You know, I, I'm not a big beer fan, so I didn't really uh, partake in any of that. But they had a huge selection. I'm a beer fan, but I wasn't going to start drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's too. also true. Because, <laughs> yeah, they, I don't remember. They opened 10 or 11. I, I want to say 10. And, like, I wasn't going to walk through that door and be like, boys, just give me a whole mug. Yeah. Let's do this. 
I kind of figured we'd end up staying around a little later, and I was like, yeah, I'll just save the drinking for then. But yeah. we, we stayed around till 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah, it was, about, it was almost 6 o'clock when we, we kind of turned out of there. We we had some other running around to do, some other things to get and yep. and take care of. So Everybody was anxious to get home and play Monster Hunter. We did Monster Hunt. <laughs> we introduced Martin to the world of Monster Hunting. <coughs> you were... You were focused on the Mario Maker. Uh, yeah, I did play a little bit of Mario Maker. Uh, <laughs> I kind of got everybody to to try it out. You know, not everybody had played it yet, and yep. got to get everybody you know try it out a little bit and, and enjoy it. You know, I went after the the glutton for punishment that I am. Uh, the great Barbarous King's level. He's uh he's a big Mario Maker, big streamer. Yeah, in in my book, he's a big streamer, and he makes amazing levels for mario maker uh, mario maker 2 and i found one of his levels and i was like you know what sit there and commit to it so i did i i tried it out for a while did what i could time got away from us we ended up doing some other stuff but i did come back to it i did beat it you did it's a very hard level (laughs) very all, all of that you can see on our youtube this is true it is on youtube go check it out like i said the it's a point one percent clear rate out of two point four million people, or two point four million tries. I'm sorry, and over two hundred thousand people trying to beat it. Only and hey, you got it. It's not much, but I'm proud of it myself. So you you were proud enough of it to make a YouTube video yeah. out of it, though. And that's honestly in our fr- whole entire friendship, I have never seen you once make a YouTube video yeah. until the other day. So. It it resonated with you, yeah. Which is which is kind of funny. You mentioned you know not having made any YouTube videos or anything like that. One of the things that me and him had in common before we ever even really knew each other was the fact that we were making YouTube videos this is at true. the exact same time, about the same kind of videos. Yeah, actually, it was it was kind of eerie. We got talking about that one time, and and he was like, "When when did you do that?" And I was like, "It was you know back around this time." And Sure as, sure as all shit, you know. Yep. We were both sitting there making goofy ass videos. <laughs> there, there's, there's something just accomplishing about them. Like you, you get done with those videos, you're just super proud of it. Yeah. I know that I was always showing up my family. Yeah. The videos I'd make. And, yeah, I was and, very proud of it. You, you know, you sink a lot of time into into content creation and stuff like that, even yep. even small stuff, and. I know you you probably went through the same thing. You get started into your content. You start working on a video like that. You start that editing oh process. My God. You start it. You're like, oh, I'm going I'm to work on this it's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Next thing you know, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. You're going, I'm almost finished. I'm almost. And you got work in two hours. You know? Speaking of this, I, I had started a new YouTube channel called the CGP files, the classic game freak files. It's just random vlogs of whatever that I've really already neglected a bunch, but I had since, since the last episode and this episode, I've actually taken a trip up to Washington with my wife and got to see the sites again and everything. I'd done that last year, but I got to see them with her and got a bunch of video footage of just, different different spots in seattle and brought all that home and wanted to make a whole video out of it this video he's talking hours i i spent like 
was it was it two weeks? I was gonna say it was over a, a, at least two to three week time span that yeah. he worked on this. I needed to perfect this, and like once I started, I I had procrastinated a little bit doing this. Once I did the first little cuts, when I took out a few frames here and a few frames there, and then I added a transition, I was gone at that point. Yep, that was. That was it took the, over the reintroduction of the drug into the veins. He, it's it. It is amazing at how it will mesmerize you like that. It will just take over every fiber of your being and make you want to just it will live it. It will, and it doesn't let go. No. It, it simply doesn't. I had to perfect everything. We're talking even down to color correction to that one or two extra frames that yeah. were at the end of this clip that maybe I didn't like all that much. You had some of the, the, the shaking issue uh, that was in the video. Yeah. I had some real shaky footage of when... Smoothing when, it out. Yeah, when I was taking off from from Seattle. And, it, like, the camera had an odd kind of... I don't know what it was. It wasn't so much shaky, but it was a weird horizontal movement. I learned Very strange. about that. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. It was it was very strange because you could you could watch the original footage and it looked fine. Yeah. But through the rendering process, somewhere's in there, something happened yep. and it, it caused a very odd movement. Like if I was panning the camera left and right. Yeah. Like it was having a hard time catching up with it almost, even though everything was fine. So I learned about that. Got to fix that. Went through, I've listened to the music so many times in that edit process, <laughs> and I watched the video, uh, watched the clips so many times that I honestly haven't gone back since I published that video and looked at it because I was so tired of looking at it at that <laughs> point. I had never spent as much time on on a video as, uh, how how am I saying that? This is the video that I've spent the most time working on. Yeah. And it can become a monster, uh, but <sighs> I, I digress. Yeah, that's there's a lot to it, and you know that's one of the reasons why I haven't taken to the editing side of stuff so much yet. You know, I'm trying to work my way towards it, try to you know produce a new type of content, maybe. Yeah, but there's a lot of work involved in juggling there the work is. and family life on top of that. As you can see, we've struggled just keeping up with the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, so the last pos- podcast was, it was February. Feb- it was February. Like, what was it? Like February 22nd, something like that. And here it is August. And that's simply because work got really crazy after that got, got weird. It, yeah. it just got weird and, we're adjusting to all that now. And then home life just, you know, I was freshly moved. Yeah, there's some transitions for you for sure. Yeah. So there's that and just everything. Just times don't quite sink and meet. And yeah. I know I'm still trying to just get a streaming schedule. And I can't even seem to do that right now because yeah. I'll go home and I get lazy. I, I procrastinate. I get lazy. Uh, and that prevents me from streaming. That prevents me from making content. That prevents me from. <laughs> it's even gotten as bad as prevented me from playing video games. Like I'm like, nah, just put on this yeah. movie. And, and you know, there's there's just not much you can do about it. I mean, when you get done, you work an exhausting day. 
And yep. let me tell you, doing our jobs is it may not be physically exhausting, but it is god awful mentally exhausting. Very, very mentally so when exhausting. You, when you come home and you get to sit down in the comforts of your own chair and let it just wrap around you, you don't want to get up. You just don't. Even so, you embrace it. Even coming over to Kyle's man cave, like we went straight from work to here. And I was still dreading it because I was like, I just want to go home and get into some shorts yeah. and just relax. That's all I want to do. <laughs> but it's very much the the philosophy of, oh, it sucks having to go and start doing this. But after you get past that point of going and doing something, once you're in the zone, you're good. Yeah, and that's that's exactly the, the best way to put it. I mean, we're here, we're doing it, and we're enjoying it. We're having fun. And yeah. It's everything we've been hyped about, you know. Yeah. We've, we've we've had that hype, and it's just the end of the day of work. It just it's it's a hype killer. Oh, it, well, here's the deal. Here's here's what I like about it. Like for me, the end of the day of a work day is the best time of day. Yeah, sure, it's the furthest point from when you've got to go back. But for me, it's it's being able to release everything that you've just dealt with in that day. You get to go home. You get to unwind. It, to me, it's always something I look forward to at the end of the day. So coming over, doing the podcast, especially during this point, it's gotten me hyped. Once we started, once we hit the button, started recording, game time. Feeling so, good. I know... We, we kind of talked about our trip a little bit now and and some of the stuff that we had done in our time off here since since our last podcast. So one of the things I wanted to touch on just, just a little bit is our upcoming events. Oh, geez. So we've got some... You blindsided me, side me with that. Okay. We, yeah, we, we've got some upcoming good content to talk about, to to show, you know. Yeah. We've got Consplosion... We do. They're uh, here here in Arkansas, Fort Smith, Arkansas. They're holding what they call Consplosion. Yeah, it's, they do this every year. I yeah, it has been every year. Yeah, uh, they don't always have it in Arkansas, or they don't always have it in Fort Smith. Right, they have uh, it up north. Yeah, Norway. but uh, when it comes this close to home, I mean, we're all about it. We're gonna go to it. It's literally twenty miles from us. Yeah, if even that. And I mean, what is it like twenty five dollars, thirty dollars for yeah, weekend, weekend pass. pass? So we'll be able to go in there. We'll get to enjoy all the panels, get to see some really cool cosplay. They'll it's have smaller. Yeah, but... it, it is. It is. It's quite a bit smaller than say PAX, for example, <laughs> by far. But I mean, they've got really cool stuff there. You know, they have a Nerf war, like a, an all out Nerf war of hundreds oh, of people, on. hundreds. Um, they've got their own little game area where you can go up and play games with other people. Yeah. They they usually have the consoles. And yeah. Um, do that. I'd like to see them pull out some arcade games. That would be pretty cool. I don't know I don't know if we'll see that, but that would be pretty no. neat. There, It's a fairly small group that puts these together. They put this together and then they have an, uh, an Arkansas anime festival. And it's pretty much the same thing, just different name. Yeah. They're going to have a few... Uh, a few big name guests from different animes, uh, people that voice different animes. Uh, yep. uh, I can't think of any of them. Uh, <laughs> the Green Ranger. 
No, 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 no. You're you're thinking the Arkansas Comic Con. Oh, is that what that one is? Yeah. Okay. This uh... I can't even think of anyone off the top of my head. Uh, but they're, they're, they've got all kinds of cool stuff there. You know, they have a lot of merchandise that they put there, which is really cool. So you can go in, you can find a lot of, uh, really unique, uh, like anime statues and stuff like yeah. that. That's one thing I, I kind of collect here and there. Um, so that's really cool. I don't think they've, they haven't listed anybody yet. Uh, I've got a picture of Deadpool on one of their stages, pose, striking a pose. Uh, they they usually don't announce their people until a little bit when later. Yeah, when it's close, and this is still off in November, November fifteenth to seventeenth. So, but Fort Smith can't go wrong with that. Twenty five thirty dollars. Yeah, we've got another one coming up in Tulsa. Uh, yep. The what is it? Name your game. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um that we're going to be going to kind of excited about that. It's uh, not real far from us yet again. It's about 45 minutes to an hour away. I think it was what? 30 bucks, $35 or something like that for a weekend pass. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. It's the name your game expo. Yeah. And once again, it's kind of a local, local thing. Uh, let's see. Might as well, since, since we're here talking about it, just pull up the price point. That is fifteen dollars. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 not not a lot, you know. So it, it's gonna be really fun to get to go to these and and bring this content from these smaller places around us. Yeah. To you guys. So we throw some of this up on YouTube. Yeah. And and I will say that we we are primed to make YouTube content. We we have YouTube content. Don't yeah. don't hate me. I'm I'm still wanting to edit some <laughs> videos. We still have a candy video to do. We've actually mentioned that before. And then um the the stuff from PAX still. It's still sitting on my computer. Now that I have a laptop that can focus a little harder yeah. on some of the video stuff. I may go to the coffee shop and spend some time there sipping on some coffee and editing a video. Yeah. But we, we, also, real quick, I didn't mean to cut you ahead. off on this one. This dude right here shows up on my doorstep one day and is like, hey, I got you something because it's your birthday. And then he proceeds to give me this nice ass gimbal. <laughs> that, like, yeah. like right now I haven't even had it. I haven't used yet. And it's, and it, bothers me to the yeah. core so it's a it's a it's a phone gimbal uh and it's it's a pretty nice one uh me and him had gotten talk talking about you know we was looking at our footage from pax and <laughs> his footage is pretty decent he's done a lot of this type of stuff before my footage looked like wrong. um i was bigfoot tromping through the you know the thickets of woods and shaking everything the, the the screen's just shaking all over the place you can't see nothing and i was like I feel bad right now. I just wasted 30 minutes of content. So we got talking about, you know, we need something to stabilize our, our video. So we was, I was, I was thinking about getting a, a GoPro to do some of this content, but I was like, they're kind of expensive. Well, we got looking around. We're like, we're already holding some of the best recording equipment you can get. You know, yeah. I've got an iPhone XR. He's got, uh, the the Samsung Galaxy 8. Yeah, and he's fixing to be upgrading to the new Note. Oh, yeah. 
And so the camera quality on these things are freaking amazing. Phenomenal. It's it's turned me into a, a photographer, like the going back to the heaven is place on earth picture. Yeah. That looked fantastic. And it, it was, was from the phone. Yeah. We my wife and I we went and saw Spider Man Far From Home and we were driving to a target and just saw a storm off in the distance, uh, uh, some fields, took a picture of it while we were driving, came out like master photography. Yeah. Like Pe- people were asking, crap. you know, what type of camera he used to take that because they thought he was using like a professional level photography. And he's like, it was off my phone, you know. Yeah. And so w- what better thing to use than the technology we already have. We take yeah. these phones with us everywhere. So we thought, let's put them to use. So I started looking into these gimbals and I was like, I think I'm going to get one. And we saw a lot of, actually a lot of people on the PAX floor using these gimbals. And I, I kept thinking they were just straight like selfie sticks. Well, that seems to be the consensus that these are yeah. fancy selfie sticks and they, they can be used for that. They, they can uh, we saw a lot of them at PAX, and I never gave it a real second thought until you started looking. Because you were like, "Yeah, I want to get a, I want to get one of these." But which one do you think's the best? Yeah. He started getting my opinion on it. And... What better way to celebrate his birthday than to get him one of these as well as myself, so that we can make really good content when we go to these places, so we can be able to capture this crystal clear, pristine imagery. <laughs> We so, haven't even really practiced with them. <laughs> yeah, we've we've not got to use them a lot. Um, I've taken mine out a few different times, and I, I've I've enjoyed the crap out of it. There is a little bit of a learning curve, understanding how it all works and whatnot. I was jinxed when I went and used mine. So yeah. my father-in-law is a beekeeper. He he sells honey and takes care of these bees, and we had some in the backyard. I'm out in the backyard following the dog with with this thing, recording and everything, learning it. Learning the shots because there's a learning curve with a gimbal, any gimbal. And I'm on the porch reviewing some of the footage, looking at it. Wild ass bee. I hear it. (laughs) And it literally comes across my face, lands on my wrist, and proceeds to just sting me out of blue. And I was like, you know what? This is some shit. Okay? (laughs) You know, I, I wasn't doing anything to these bees. This one comes over with a vendetta and comes and stings me. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's how I'm going in. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Just and I, that's the last time I picked it up. I need to pick it up again. I need, I need to practice because before we know it, January's going to be here. Yeah, it's it's going to be here fast. You know, going to be the real deal. The real deal. So uh, again, another thing that's coming up. We are going to PAX again. We're going to PAX South again. Oh yeah. So I, I John. He's already purchased his weekend pass. I'm going to be getting mine here probably within the next week or two. Oh. So we're going to be going to that. And again, he told me we're last taking, night he was going to have it. <laughs> we are going to take these gimbals and we're going to capture some really good footage and we're going to yeah. put this stuff together. Um, and I hopefully. Full phones. Yeah. And hopefully get it posted. We're, we said when we took our original PAX footage from last year, we said. We're not going to be those guys. We're going to get this footage out there within, say, a week of PAX. Guess what? We became those guys. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> We're still sitting on the footage. And unfortunately, the footage all around is not fantastic. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to figure out how I'm yeah. going to piece it all together. See, with the with the Washington trip video, 
I I was able to get creative enough that I was able to make it cohesive and come together really well and pick some good music for it. For this one, I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of large gaps in between things. And it's just kind of like, we're going to put something together. It, yeah. it may be total shit, but yeah. we're, we're going to put this we're, together. We're going to figure guys. something out. We're going to make it work. And then, like I said, we, we, we learn from our mistakes, and we're working on trying to improve that, you know. So that's what our plans are. So that's, that's just a, a little look into the future as to, you know, maybe what's to come. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of excited about it. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of work to be done, but yeah, I think we're getting in a little bit better frame of mind for the both of us to just put the nose to the grindstone and get it done, get right. it going. And I think, I think especially after, after next weekend and after Tim, gets done with his wedding and everything like i feel like i feel like things will come together a little a little better because tim's a huge collaborator with us yeah you know he he is the the kind of silent partner partner (laughs) of game nards yeah so the only reason we don't say hey come on be on the show with us is because it's hard enough for us to figure out our schedule just kyle and i to figure out our schedules throwing a third person in there yeah we we're gonna have him on here one day for sure uh definitely excited about that but yeah for right now his his schedule is even more packed than ours oh yeah so we're gonna make that happen games with us why yeah like i said he's he's been tied up but again his wedding is next week and so it's it's crunch time (laughs) well uh that still doesn't give the excuse to not light a torch and and leave it to light your base. Yeah, so <laughs> Tim, sorry. You 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 have been <laughs> you have been dealt with. We we have been uh, we've been playing arc. So, we, I don't really want to go into that right now. No, I, I think I, we're going to save that for for our next podcast. There's we, more experiences to be had in this game. <laughs> yeah, we've like I said, we've been playing a lot more games. We've actually been able to enjoy playing games again a little bit and we've been finding some stuff that we can you know that we have in common you know like said blood stain yep arc um what else devil may cry you know these are all games that we've been playing we've tried and we've really been enjoying so it's it's been really fun being able to talk about them and and hype one another up about them and this has also been like i gotta say thanks to game pass because there was the one month free game pass i'd gotten back at packs and handed it to you yeah and then from there it's been like well let's check this game out let's check that one i, I think arc was a little bit of a harder sell to you because i was like this is like i mean it's like minecraft but i actually like it yeah it's it's <laughs> it's different and and i honestly didn't think i was gonna enjoy it but i kind of kind of shoot it off a little bit here and there but eventually i was like you know it's free give it a try you know it's something we can all do together yep why not so i i yep. gave it a shot just like sea of thieves you know yeah yet again another one another that's game great pass. on game pass and i mean there's more games coming to game pass which next month is going to be kind of a busy one because gears five comes out and i know i'm going to be tied up with that i know you you and tim didn't seem like you were too thrilled about that but you guys have borderland three yeah we got borderlands three coming um 
we've I know myself and Tim we've already got ours bought and paid off yep. you know as far as gears gears goes you know I'm again it's on game pass amazing Why freaking choice so I'm gonna give it a shot you know I've never played any of the gears games hardcore so you never know it, it might turn out to be something I enjoy so people sometimes get turned off by the game because of the mechanics that that's been my experience with it i i played a few rounds of some of the first i think either the first or the second one wasn't a big fan of it and i remember i played a little bit of three or four with one of my buddies um those are good ones uh, wingman and got absolutely just shit on but again these are veteran players that's hardcore into this game and this was many years after the game you know had been out you know they are seasoned well seasoned and my scrublet self is going in here thinking i'm gonna do something now yeah go in and watch somebody stream that game and like be schooled because i did that even just recently they actually had a like a beta test for the multiplayer of gears 5 Played a little bit of it, got schooled, and then I went and watched some people stream it, and I went, I don't know if I ever want to do the actual multiplayer on this, but yeah, I sure as hell will play co-op. Yeah, and see, that that was one thing I can say that I did take away from it that I did enjoy was, like, their horde mode. Yeah. That that was fun. Horde mode has been awesome since Gears 2. Yeah. It, it has been some of the most fun I've ever had playing any game is horde mode on Gears. They've they've done the whole class thing with it since four, and I mean that's it is what it is. I would right. like for them to just go back and do horde the way it used to be, but like I said, I I, I see that it's their game. I see that in the future for us. I think there'll be some some late night horde rounds. I I'm gonna call it and say you all will just completely dominate Borderlands. I get the feeling like once Borderlands yeah. hits. So I think Borderlands is it's a little it's a little further out though I think is it I know I thought it was still September but it, it might be I'd have to I think it is September I don't have a browser pulled up right now so but yeah I mean Borderlands like I said we we played the crap out of Borderlands too and it we we had a lot of really good times on there with a few of my friends yeah uh, Madcap and Angie and uh, we. It become a part of us, and when they finally, you know, had announced three, it was instant. We're on. We're on board. We're we're doing this. So I'm I'm hoping, maybe I can convince John to to try it out, play it, see if you we won't. can get him on it. He's he's not a big fan of the the Borderlands games, and it's you know, to each their own, you know. Well, first off, it's a matter of fundage. Uh, well, I yeah. I'm doing my very best to make sure I don't spend any money really before PAX. But then uh, also, April 16th is going to be my unicorn game, the game I've always wanted to see developed, oh, but yeah. never got developed. And then finally, whenever they said they were developing it, like I I had to change my pants once I heard that. And now that we're seeing gameplay and we're seeing footage, Cyberpunk comes out. April 16th to any 2020 and I am bursting at the seams but the thing is is this is costing me $300. Yeah, he he went all out on it. Uh, <laughs> there, he he like myself we we were passionate about our games, but there are certain games that you just you go for. 
And for him, this is one of them. I had told my wife that like when when CD Projekt Red first announced Cyberpunk and said that they were working on it, I told her this was years ago. This was like in 2015 said when this game comes out, if it has a collector's edition, I don't care if the game is shit. I'm going to get that collector's edition. I'm a huge fan of the cyberpunk games. I've done the tabletop RPG <laughs> since like 95, a little late in the game there, but since like 95, I've GM'd game after game after game and loved the lore and seeing Johnny Silverhand come out on on a trailer of the game. I knew instantly who Keanu Reeves was playing and I about lost my proverbial <laughs> shit because I did have another, like, you see Johnny Silverhand in some of the illustrations, but to see Keanu Reeves playing that character and everything, I was like, that works. That's awesome. I can't wait for this. So I'm trying to not spend any money because of PAX and because of, of Cyberpunk. But also, I really got burned out of Borderlands when one came out. When two came out, I rented it a couple times, and I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I really was not feeling it like I did. I even bought the Handsome Collection, tried the pre-sequel, yeah. tried to play two again, and I just... Yeah. The magic wasn't there for and me. I, and again, I, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of, I think, what appeals about that game to me was the fact of the people that I was playing it with, you know, it wasn't, you know, playing it solo. I had always three or four people with me, it, right. you know, or three to four people total altogether, you know? So that, that to me changes the dynamic of a game when you, when you can right. sit down and you can play with your friends and you can have a laugh and just do stupid crap on there. It, it's a game changer. And I think yeah. more of what links me to enjoying that game is the nostalgia of, the time I spent with my friends on that game, not just the game itself. Don't get me wrong. Yep. I, I enjoy the game as what it is. Right. And, and that's who's, who's anybody to take that from you. That's, that's your thing. I mean, you could totally play three and be like, oh, exactly. I'm not feeling it this time, but that's, that's your thing, you know? So who can fault you for it? So, yeah, uh, again, you, you had mentioned the, the whole, collector's edition we will probably be doing a masterful unboxing of that no. so that'll be exciting to look forward to i am i am going to miss work the next day <laughs> like i literally already have that planned out i'm not going to take off work on the day it comes out because unfortunately i'm getting it shipped to me via gamestop so I'm hoping I get it early that day, but UPS usually runs late. So I probably won't even get to enjoy any no. of the game until way later on. And then you got your updates you're going to have yeah, to do. That's, oh, you don't know how tempted I am to just up my internet to make sure that update <laughs> happens faster because I'm going to do my very best to stay up that night, play as much as I can, stream it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be cyberpunk everything. And matter of fact, I'm trying to get to where my streams are more cyberpunkish, playing games that are kind of themed like that. Yeah. That's uh, I'm actually playing a game right now called Crosscode. It's an RPG, but it's like you're in this MMO in the game. It's there's a lot of tech to it. Kind of feels cyberpunkish. There's that. I got a few other games I'm going to play, and I'm just so stoked for it. But so I, yeah, we got a lot of money. <laughs> 
we got a lot of content coming hopefully yeah we do we do we're trying to rejuvenate the the facebook yeah try to get that going right now we're just full of memes but (laughs) full of memes (laughs) we're full of memes so well uh, is there any other topics we want to touch on right now i don't think there's any right now because i think the topics we have are they're they're beefy ones yeah so So. I, i think with that we're gonna we're gonna wind it down here. I mean, we've we've done pretty good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're keeping it at a respectable hour, a little over an hour and thirty thirty six. Yeah, not bad. With that said, guys, I think we're gonna we're gonna sign off. We're gonna get back to our busy lives, and hopefully, we will be back in no time with more Very content, soon. more podcasts. I definitely want to keep this flowing. So. Of, of course, and uh, if if you want to catch us streaming. You can find Kyle at Rabid White Man. And that's at Twitch. You can find me on Mixer, Classic Game Freak. That freak gets everybody. So if you're spelling it out, just do the PH instead of an F. Uh, we'll have it somewhere in the description. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we'll and we'll, we'll get we'll get you guys hooked up. Yeah, and then of course you can go to the Game Nards YouTube page. You can just do a search on Game yeah. Nards. You'll find it there. And got us uh Game Nards on Facebook. Game Nards on Facebook. We're we're everywhere. Game Nards on Twitter. Yep. We need to rejuvenate that too. Yeah, it's it's begging for attention. We're <laughs> again, we're we're gonna do it. Like I said, we're we're gonna hold each other accountable one way or another and we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get stuff going. We'll try to even get Tim in on that one. Well Tim will never update it. Damn it. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. That's that's all I got. Yeah. All right, guys. This is uh, Rabbit White Man, and we are signing out. Of course, classic game freak. So you all have a good week. Have a good year. Have a good month. Have a good night. Good morning. Let's get Truman Show on this, right? <laughs> good evening. Or good evening. Good afternoon, and good night. Yes. You guys have a good one.